Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'd like to welcome back Dr. Crystal Lord. As many of you know, Dr. Crystal works at South Yarra at Dr. Crystal's Healing Vet Clinic. I've been working um, alongside her for a little while now. I'm fortunate enough to work in her clinic at South Yarra every Thursday. So I thought I'd discuss with her today about how holistic veterinary treatments have helped animals where the conventional veterinary medicine has either not worked or has fallen short of the owner's expectations. So welcome, Dr. Crystal. Hi, Caroline and everybody that's listening. Great to be back on the show. Um, yeah, so excited to discuss some cases where um, I've been quite successful in conjunction with Caroline sometimes and in conjunction with just using my Chinese herbs and acupuncture and diet in these cases that are, seem to be uncurable otherwise. Right, so the first case I'd like to discuss with you is one that uh, – with young Louie, a lovely, lovely little dog. And also he comes in, some of you will have seen my shot on um, Instagram and Facebook of Louie and Kai, the little Jack Russell Terrier cross and the cat in the pram together. Fabulous, fabulous pair. I first met in inverted commies Louie for an animal communication. It was about seven o'clock in the morning. I was lucky I was online Something came up on Google Messenger, so uh, I organised for later that afternoon. Now, Louis had had uh, cervical spinal surgery and was told by the vets that he had anxiety afterwards. The owners weren't 100% sure that they were comfortable with that, so they asked for a communication. Uh, the first thing the dog said, the second thing the dog said, and the third thing poor old Louis said was the amount of pain that he was in. So I sent him straight to Dr. Crystal. Yeah, so Louis was a really interesting case. Um, initially, his owners came because they actually hadn't been listened to by their previous vets. Um, and so I started with treating him with acupuncture. His head was totally tilted to one side, like majorly. Um, he's had laser. Then Caroline got involved, started doing craniosacral, working with the Nest machine. Um, and since then, we've seen a really good improvement in his posture and a really big decrease in the amount of medications that he's been on, uh, which has been really satisfying. He, he is. He did really well. He's, um, the side that he was tilting the head to the left 
also had virtual muscle spasticity through the shoulders. The um, whole front leg was twisted. That's all now straightened. It's happy. It's smooth. It's really lovely to see. And the owners were so impressed that we started treating Kai. Kai is the gorgeous black and white cat um, that you've seen in the photo as well. I will try and include that photo in the show notes for those of you that haven't seen it. Kai's basically, he's a 15-year-old cat. We're all feeling our age this year. Kai was no different, started doing some craniosacral therapy and, of course, using the My Health, a.k.a. the Precious. Uh, Kai's jumping on stuff he hasn't jumped on for three or four years and basically back to his usual bossing the entire household around as he does so very, very well. So really, really lovely to see. Okay, so the next case I'd love to talk about was Gabe, the rescue cat that was sneezing and pooing at the same time. Now, this case took a little while to get better. Uh, We had some dietary changes, some supplement changes, um, but the owner has just sent me an email to report that on a Chinese herbal formula specifically for irritable bowel, um, he has stopped uh, pooing when he sneezes so she is extremely happy and it just goes to show how beneficial Chinese medicine can be in these complex cases yeah that's unfortunately I didn't get to meet that cat but I've got to say that's uh, not the sort of thing you usually see and certainly one you would want resolved not only not fun for the cat but not fun I'd imagine for the owner to clean up how long crystal had the um, cat had this particular problem for do you know um, from my memory, it was about three to four months before she came to me. Um, and you know what? The best thing about this case was she kept me up to date via email. So um, it was easy to figure out what's working, what needs to change. And it's not always the best idea to bring a cat in multiple times if not needed. So um, I love having communication with my clients and having that close relationship. It really is helpful. Yes, we all know that cats really aren't uh, fond of traveling as a general rule. So um, yes, email or phone is always quite useful. Crystal, do you find that over time as the problem starts to resolve, particularly one that's been going on for a while, uh, that you, as the layers are peeled, you actually need to change the herbal formulations or is it generally the one combination tends to sort the issue? Well, generally in long-standing cases, um, there will be multiple layers that need to be fixed. Initially, you could be dealing with heat that needs to be removed. Once you remove heat, there may be stagnation in the body. Uh, Once you remove the stagnation, there can be a deficiency in the body. It can really go either way, not specifically in that order. um, But once you fix one thing, then the next thing needs to be addressed. then usually you do get into a balance and can be on a formula for quite some time, but still tongue and pulse diagnosis is very important and will dictate which formula will be used. And I have to say tongue and pulse, um, I wasn't and still aren't obviously anything with the um, Chinese medical background. That's the vet's job. But I do remember when Falcor had the brain tumour um, the vets could see through the tongue colour and the pulse that the liver was an issue. The um, Ness Health software showed that there was a major liver issue and yet every physical test we did, um, ultrasound, everything, and the vets, the specialists were actually saying, look, we believe you, but 
nothing if that we can test in our parameters shows it. So it's really useful to be able to see exactly what's going on with the body. And let's face it, um, traditional Chinese medicine has been around for thousands of years and that's obviously for one reason only, because it works. Now, I believe you also saw the uh, the lovely Alice after uh, I'd done a uh, communication. Where is that right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Um, Alice did come in. Thank you for referring her to me because um, as with any kind of urinary elimination problems, you need to first figure out is there a underlying pathology. So we did do a urine sample and test her for a, if she had a UTI. There was a slight sign that that might be the case. So we thought, we will treat her with antibiotics and anti-inflammatory to see if that solved the problem. So after about two weeks, the owner did come back and it wasn't fully resolved. Um, so she ended up going on a Chinese formula that helps with damp heat in the lower burner, specifically urinary tract infections or um, infections in the bladder. Um, and she also went on a product called Silkine, which is widely available at most vet clinics, which helps to calm. So, Because often stress is a um, part of these you know, inappropriate elimination cases. Um, and I saw her today after a month and she has not gone to the bathroom in the wrong place except for once in this whole time. So the owner is extremely happy and the cat is too. Always nice to have happy owners and happy cats. And yes, for all listening, that's one thing that I will not do. If any owner rings me and says that they've got a cat that's inappropriate elimination, uh, that my first question is always, have you taken the cat to a vet to check for a UTI? And if they say no, I don't do a communication until after it's been to the vet. I know there are communicators that do, but seeing over 50% of these cases, there is a physical issue. It is unfair on the animal as well as unprofessional not to make sure that you've covered all your physical bases before you can call an issue in inverted commas behavioural. Now, I believe um, you saw young Taco the other day, Crystal. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, young Taco, he is a local. He lives at, on the same street as the clinic. So I do have a nice relationship with his owners. Um, and he came in, unfortunately, with, uh, we think, a grade two disc issue. So... Um, he had a, some compression of one of the discs in his spine. Um, his, two of his back legs were knuckling, um, not total paralysis, so fixable with acupuncture and laser. It's been now three treatments and he's actually walking normally again. He has been confined to a crate with very short walks to go to the toilet um we did send him home with three different medications loxicom uh well is, which is meloxicam gabapentin and valium um he didn't tolerate the loxicom at all um he's only been on very mild gabapentin but mainly just valium to help with the spasm of the back so it's amazing how much acupuncture can do i've got to say i don't miss when i did my back i was on the equivalent of meloxicam i was on gabapentin and valium and i don't miss any of it so i'm really glad to hear Tucker is feeling better. Now, all of you that know me know how much I bang on about the raw species appropriate diet and why I don't like commercial food. So I thought I'd hand it over to the professional, the one with the BVSC after the name, and hear Dr. Crystal Lord's thoughts on it. 
Well, a common issue I see in animals related to diet is um, too much yeast in the body. Um, yeast is actually overproduction of damp. That happens when the spleen is overburdened. The spleen gets overburdened by things like processed foods, too much sugars, um, too much commercial food um, and basically a whole foods diet consisting of no grains or if they are grains something like buckwheat that's more cooling um, raw meat and vegetables um, that's really going to kind of fix the problem to a big degree. Speaking of uh, foods, what foods and other things can you suggest? Mecco is literally scratching at my feet here as we um, speak and he's starting to molt. And I'm already seeing some animals starting with allergies. Spring seems to be springing a little early this year, particularly judging by my pony's behaviour with spring grass. So what sorts of uh, things do you suggest for those that get the dreaded itchy eyes and scratchy um, skin of the spring allergies? Okay, well, this really comes down to the energetics of food. So um, spring, any allergies in the body um, that are itchy are usually due to heat. So certain proteins have certain um, heat elements. Some can be cooling, some can be neutral. And it's the same with food as well. So dry food is heating. Um Raw vegetables are cooling. Um, cooked meat is more heating than raw meat. Raw meat has omega-3 and 6 in the correct ratios. Um, and if you are going to feed a totally raw diet, I recommend 2% of the body weight in protein, um, one-third raw vegetables, and offal two to three times a week, um, as well as raw bones to get that calcium. Um, and so what sort of treatments, apart from diet, because obviously diet is such a big part of it, uh, what other treatments, apart from the traditional um, cortisones and antibiotics, uh, does a holistic veterinary clinic suggest as opposed to the traditional well, um, I often start with Chinese herbs. There's specific Chinese herbs for different skin conditions. You know, if you've got deep-seated acne, um, if it's acute eczema, if it's been going around for a while, if it's more chronic, we got at a kind of target the deeper layers. Um, if it's yeast, there's definitely formulas for that as well. Um, natural antihistamines such as MSM are quite beneficial. Um, and also I do have a range of products from Sue Martin, who is a naturopathic um, maker. <laughs> so she makes formulas for skin and a whole range of other things. And I'm also working alongside Danny Simmons and trying to get my head around homeopathy. Um, and hopefully that will be more um, represented in my clinic soon as well. Yes, homeopathy is certainly easier for putty tats that, um, like my own, that can be quite difficult to, diagnose, uh, to treat with Chinese herbs. God knows Amy is a prat. While I was at your uh, place the other day, Crystal, I saw you doing the IV vitamin C for a dog. Uh, I have seen wonderful, wonderful successes with it uh, over the years. Do you want to explain a little bit for people that may not be familiar with it, how it works, what you do, what sort of conditions it can be useful for, please? So I have found that high-dose vitamin C infusions are actually really beneficial in lymphoma cases. It can help to shrink down the lymph nodes and um, help the life 
of the animal improve and also the longevity. Um, so the way it works basically is that vitamin C breaks down into hydrogen peroxide um, and it, due to the um, tumour cells, like the lymphoma cells, having a lower level of the catalase enzyme activity, they're not able to get that um, peroxide out of the cells, whereas healthy cells are. Therefore, the vitamin C is a actually able to destroy those cancer cells and keep the healthy cells in the body um, as they should be so it is really good and I've had amazing results it can actually be used for other cancers I'm not that experienced in it at this stage um, but you can use it in conjunction with chemotherapy as well um, and you know even personally it's a great boost for your energy something I've always wanted to try I've got to say and it really is nice to know that if you don't want to do chemo or your animal hasn't reacted well, that there are other alternatives. I think that's a really big thing for a lot of owners and the fact that it can be done in conjunction with is also really useful. I think you've been open about three three months or so now. Uh, what are you looking at? How's the journey been? What are you looking at changing uh, if anything, and are you adding anything uh, extra to the clinic? I know you just said you're adding homeopathy. So what other plans do you have for the clinic going forward? So, yes, um, starting the clinic, what a journey. Wow, I'm really happy that it's running how it should be and everything is done. Um, it took a while to create the environment that I wanted for the clients and the animals to experience, but I believe it's where it should be right now um things i want to add to the clinic apart from homeopathy um i'm studying advanced chinese medicine because it's so vast the area so i want to get even better at that um and also we're going to do some shockwave therapy um which is where you can break down calcification um in our cases with arthritis with bladder stones etc um so that'll be interesting to see how that works in the clinic um i'm also want to get more exotics in you know i'm really good with rabbits rats etc um and the biggest change is that because I currently live in the city and I believe that not many people have cars in the city but they have lots of pets, I would like to offer my services to people in apartments. So if you know anybody that's looking for a house visit that lives in the city, uh, just call my clinic or call my mobile and set one up. Well, I'm really looking forward to see how it all goes moving forward. It's been an absolute privilege to be part of the journey. Uh, and yet, I've got to say, I'm really enjoying my time at the clinic. For the listeners, I will be including, again, Dr. Crystal's um, details in the show notes, clinic address, phone number, Facebook link, and so forth. So feel free to have a look. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'd love to have a review. If you have any questions, topics you'd like me to cover, or any queries for Dr. Crystal, feel free to drop me a line. As always, stay safe, enjoy the rest of the weekend, and until next time, remember to talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com.
You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.